Welcome to episode 15, the one where we were quarantined forever. For all of my friends fans, that's totally a reference. Anyways, it's been a hot minute. It has been three months since I've recorded an episode, and I'm sorry, but it's really hard to get quiet time when you live with a bunch of kids. So, it is Mother's Day weekend at the time of recording, 2020. It's been a hell of a year, and it's only the beginning of May. So let's talk about it. You know how I'm always saying that we do these things, that you have to have all of these tools and practices and self-care in place because life is going to come for you. Life is going to get hard at some point. And I think it's safe to say the heart is here. No one is escaping this. And, you know, it's kind of heavy on my heart. Like, how do I approach this episode? This is a really serious thing that's going on right now. But the last thing we need is more news about Corona or COVID-19. But (laughs) what I want to talk to you guys about today is possibly the Corona coma, which is what I'm calling it, and how we pull ourselves out of it, how we maintain good a healthy mental status during this, and basically just taking care of yourself. Um, you know, I know there are some people that are thriving during this time. I know there are some people that are barely surviving during this time. So whatever it is for you is what it is for you. I don't know. All I can tell you guys is how it's been for us, what I've been told by reaching out And offer you my best tips and tools like I always do, really and truly. So I don't totally have a plan for this episode. I just want to talk and be candid with you guys, which is usually what they all look like. So before this all started, like right when shit hit the fan in March, Mark's grandma died. And that was really hard. But the day of her funeral, I also found out that Elsie's school was canceled for two weeks. And she never went back, of course. The kids are, it's canceled for the rest of the year. We're virtual learning. We just finished up week six. And that's a little challenging, but I'm grateful that my daughter is only in kindergarten, so I'm just going to say that. Solidarity to all you mamas out there doing all of the things, or dads, anybody, any parent who is doing the virtual learning at home. I know that there's been an increase in alcohol sales, um, and I would be lying if I said I wasn't jealous. Uh, I'm super grateful for my cannabis card, and for having cannabis, and for all of the other tools that I have. Really and truly, being trapped in my house for months with the tiny humans that I created and my husband and my depression, my anxiety, my sobriety, my chronic pain, and all of the other things is challenging. I'm not going to lie to you and say that it's not, but I'm doing my best. 
and I've had some things that have been really helpful for me and I want to share them with you guys because that's what I do. Okay. So first and foremost, let's talk about the Corona coma. So, and that's what I'm calling it. Trademark Melissa Ludwig. I don't think that's how that works. Anyways, what else? So it looks a little something like this. Maybe you are recently unemployed or maybe you're just tapped out, right? And you can't get off the couch. You can't do the things. You just cannot make yourself do the things. If you've been there, you know what this place looks like. If you're not there, congratulations. Try not to go there. But I don't think that I really need to explain the corona coma, the low place, what I like to call, it's not rock bottom. It's really not. It's a low tide, guys. And you're going to have them, especially if you're not doing the things. And this is not a blame or a fault because the last thing I want you to do is add guilt to the situation. And I'm guessing that's what you're doing. You're sitting on the couch and you're feeling bad about the fact that you know you should be doing this, but you're not because you just can't. And well, it would be nice to do this with your free time, but... I don't really want to. And your kids are watching YouTube all day and you feel guilty about that. And your house is a disaster and you feel guilty about that. And you haven't bathed in a week and you feel guilty about that. And the guilt and the guilt and the guilt and the guilt. I need you to give yourself grace. I need you to just accept that this is hard for you and you're doing your best. Sometimes our best does not look like our best. Sometimes our best looks like shit. And that's okay. Because you're surviving. Right? Sometimes that has to be enough. I need you to give yourself the grace for being on the couch. I need you to give yourself the grace because you haven't brushed your hair in a month. I need you to give yourself grace because you're not sure if your kids have brushed their teeth today or yesterday, I need you to give yourself grace. Like a lot of it. More than you give other people. Let's start there. Step two. Put something else in your mind. Because if you're laying there thinking about, and here's the thing, we go back to What kind of questions are you asking yourself? Why can't I make myself do the things? Well, your brain's going to be like, I'm tired. I'm lazy. My back hurts. I don't feel like it. Oh, I just on the scum of the earth. Whatever it is, right? The kids are annoying me. It's going to find the answers to why you're not doing the things. We don't want those answers. But yet we can't help from asking those questions because we're in it. We're in it. We are in the fucking funk and we can't see the other side no matter how hard we try. So you need to put someone else's words in your head for a change. And if you're listening to this podcast, then I'm going to congratulate you because you're doing that. You're doing that and I need you to do more of it. 
So it's been three months since I've released an episode. So if you've been following me since I started, I know it's been a long time since you listened to those first few. If you really and truly cannot get off the couch today or tomorrow, I want you to go back to episode one and re-listen until you feel like you can get off the couch, until something sparks in you, until you find your fight or your why or you figure it out and you want to get off the couch. I don't want you to force yourself to do these things. I want you to motivate yourself to do these things. And if my words can help you do that, I'm all for it. If it's Rachel Hollis, cool. If it's John Maxwell, cool. If it's Gary Vee, cool. If it's Brene Brown, cool. I don't care who it is. I just need you to put someone else's words in your mind. I need you to end the the inner monologue that is on repeat in your mind about how you're not good enough, about how you're not doing good enough, about how you can't do it. Because what we focus on is what we will believe. And what we believe is what we actually achieve. So if you believe that you can't do anything, you won't do anything and that's what you will achieve. If you truly believe that you can do these things, well, that is what you will achieve. So it's flipping the switch, right? We've talked about this before. This is nothing new. If you're just joining, well, perfect opportunity to go back and listen from episode one. And I'll tell you guys, I have gone back and listened to my own episodes because I needed to hear the words. Even if they were my own, I was not in the same headspace when I needed to hear them. Step two, I need you to reach out. I, or sorry, I guess this is step three. I don't freaking know. Next, <laughs> I need you to reach out to someone and say, I'm struggling. I'm struggling to do the things. I feel guilty about it. I'm going to give myself today and tomorrow I'm going to do X. It doesn't even need to be X, Y, and Z. You can start with X, okay? And that X can be something as simple as I'm going to increase my water and listen to a book on Audible. I'm going to drink more water and I'm going to listen to a book. You can still stay on that couch, sister. I'm cool with that. But I need you to do these things. And those are easy things to do. Those are things that you absolutely can do. I know you can. So then I need you to start caring about what you put in your body. This is a hard one. This is a really hard one because so many of us find comfort in food here's what I'm going to say. There are so many things that I could say. So many things that I could say. But I'm going to start with this. If you put crap into your body, you will absolutely feel like crap. And we cannot afford to feel like crap right now. We cannot afford to feel like crap right now. Repeat after me. I cannot afford to feel like crap right now. Right? It matters what you put into your body. So if you still can't get off the couch, well, now I need your ass on Pinterest 
or if you're if you do if you're in my groups if you're one of my clients one of your one of my challengers you can go into the cooking show on your in your online library and save recipes write them down pull recipes onto a note section onto a piece of paper i don't care somewhere in your phone save them on pinterest right Start planning meals that you're going to make next week that look good to you, that are healthy. It's not about eating less. It's not about eating just lettuce. It's about fueling your body. And you can do that and still eat delicious food. I have free meal plans if you want them, guys. Get into my community. It's hashtag hot mess success, all one word, community on Facebook. It's a group. You can search it and request to join. Um, I'm happy to send you free meal plans. I just need an email and I even have links for free workouts because I'll tell you those save me. You know, when people ask me, I don't know how you stay so motivated to do your workouts right now. For me, it's my back. Honestly and truly, if I go too many days without pushing play, my back hurts so bad and So it's almost like a double-edged sword. And also, I will say, and this has been incredibly helpful with my sobriety as well. My my daily workouts are a stress reliever for me, especially right now. I'm doing a boxing program, and let me tell you, it is life. Like three days a week, I am throwing punches. And I I don't just mean like throwing punches. I mean, I feel like Mike Tyson. (laughs) Not even kidding. Like I... Really, I feel like a badass, and that matters right now. It matters that I feel strong and that I can take on my opponent or the world or whatever it is or another fucking day. I need that. You need that. It doesn't have to be boxing with me. It can be something, but I promise you, like going from one week to the next and feeling stronger and having gains and improvements and upping your weights, you start to feel good. There's a sense of pride there and you need it. And maybe you work out at the gym normally, but they're closed right now. Like this could be a temporary thing. I'm totally fine with that. I'm not trying to switch anybody or change anything that anybody does, but facts are facts. The world is on lockdown right now and you still need a healthy outlet. You need to take care of yourself. You need to do the things. This is no different. If anything, it matters more now. I tell my girls all the time, the hard is when it matters so much. When it's hard, it matters that you just keep going, that you just put one foot in front of the other. And let me tell you, when it's hard, putting one foot in front of the other looks different than when it's not. It looks like giving yourself grace for a day on the couch and having a plan to do a little better tomorrow and then a little better the day after that. And a little better the day after that until you're picking yourself up and you feel like yourself again. That's what it's about. Okay. Part two. I don't really know if it's part two, but second thing. This thing was super helpful for me. And I just have to share. I debated on sharing this because I really don't want you guys to think that I'm trying 
I don't know, sway you, sell you, convince you to do something. But honest and truly, I think everybody could benefit from this. And the effect that it had on me was a little life-changing, honestly and truly. So I was feeling, I guess, really thick in the depression. My anxiety was getting to me. My depression was getting to me. Keep in mind, before all this happened, we had a loss. We, you know, just said goodbye to Mark's grandma. And then I threw a bridal shower and a bachelorette party for my best friend. And that weekend, everything closed down. Everything closed down. She had to postpone her wedding. I mean, shit is crazy out there. Like, for real. It breaks my heart. People are losing family members and they don't have an outlet to grieve. People, you know, people are welcoming babies into the world and family can't even meet them. And moms are bringing new babies into the world without their village. I mean, there are so many scenarios out there that are hard right now. It's a lot. And then having the fear and just being quarantined in your house, it's hard on the mental health. It really and truly is. And so if you're struggling, it's not just you. You are are not alone. I knew I needed a reset. And I cannot make any mental claims. I'm not making any physical or mental claims with this. I'm just telling you my experience. I was doing personal development. I was doing my workouts. I was doing the things. But I was also eating Girl Scout cookies by the box and going, turning to food for comfort. And I was feeling it. I was also feeling that. And I couldn't just give up the cookies. <laughs> I, I don't know how else to say it, but I just couldn't stop eating cookies. And so after Easter, which we had a ton of candy because Mark ordered candy to put in the girls' eggs and we don't normally order candy bars. So now we're eating that and the Girl Scout cookies. And it was just, I was straight up addicted to sugar. I was straight up addicted to sugar. I was probably having um, four, four to five servings of caffeine a day. And I just, I wasn't incredibly motivated. I wasn't motivated to do the things. I was doing the bare minimum. I was doing the things, but I, I just didn't have that fire and drive and I couldn't find it. Right. It was like hidden under a rock somewhere. Couldn't fucking find it. And I was like, well, screw it. I'm going to do a cleanse. I love this cleanse. I did it after the car accident back in 2016. It was a month post-accident. And I think that I've even talked about this before. I was going to a really negative place. I couldn't snap out of it. And I did the cleanse. And it's a three-day vegan cleanse. You get to eat real solid food four times a day. You have a shake with every, every meal and a fiber sweep. And a fiber sweep once a day. So it's really not that bad. You get to eat, you know, like food. I was definitely not, I could not, I cannot go without food. That's just, 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 no, fuck no. Anyways. So I felt like, I felt like me again. And after the accident, I had, I had been on narcotics. I had CT, uh, like CT scans, MRIs, 
CAT scans, x-rays, like all of all of the things. And so going back to that oil change, and I can't remember if I talked about the oil change on this one or the first 20 minutes that I recorded today and deleted. So I'm just going to talk about it again. And if I'm repeating myself, Mark can edit it out. If not, you're welcome. <laughs> Hot mess success. Okay, so I relate a cleanse, doing a cleanse to changing the oil in your vehicle. You should do it a few times a year. If you don't, shit stops running the way it's supposed to. Everything, all of the parts of the car have to work harder when the oil isn't changed, when it gets thick, when it gets sludgy. And the efficiency of the vehicle will just continue to decrease and decrease if you don't change the oil. And eventually, something will break and your car will stop running. Yet, people don't think about their body in the same way. We take in toxins from the food we eat, from the air we breathe, from the water we drink, from the products we use, from the beauty products that we use, from the cleaning products that we use, all of the things around us. We take in toxins all day long from them. Some more than most, some more than others. But regardless and you're never, you never get rid of them. You know, your body needs an oil change. And a cleanse is just that. It removes the toxins from your body. Now, I, not all cleanses are created equal. I will say this. <laughs> Which is why I never did one before this one. Because I'm just going to be really honest with you guys. I did not want to be shitting my brains out for any amount of time. Like, that was out of the question. That's the same. That's right up there with taking away my food. You can't take away my food and I don't want to shit my brains out. So plain and simple. Um, I'm happy to say this one doesn't either. So I've done this cleanse probably about 10 times um, over the last six years, five, six years. And I do not recommend a cleanse for anyone. You cannot do a cleanse if you're pregnant. Absolutely not. And I, I, I highly do not recommend if you're nursing uh, a baby that is 12 months or less. And I'll tell you why. When you are nursing, you release toxins through your breast milk. So if you're doing a cleanse, you're going to be releasing a lot of toxins and you're going to release them in your breast milk and then you're basically just passing on all those toxins to your baby. So I I just, I don't recommend. It's also a lower calorie diet for three days. Totally doable. I have, I actually have a little video on my favorite tips and tricks that make it like really doable. I, Mark and I both did it and I felt like full and satisfied for three days. I had a little bit of a headache on the first day, which is normal with a detox. And guys, I can't even tell you how much better I felt after. I actually did a live testimonial about this is why I always come back to this cleanse. I have it as a YouTube video if you want to watch because it's just, it's unreal. I felt I felt lighter and I'm not talking about the weight that I lost or the inches that I lost because yes, that happened too, but I felt 
better. I felt I more focused. Like the fog was gone. The brain fog was gone. Like the heavy depression was gone. I even, I took over Elsie's virtual learning. I do not like technology. I am not a patient person. That is 100% my husband. If you watch my stories, you know. And I was like, I got this. Like I took it out of the room where Mark is and was working and was like, and I've handled it since. I, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I mean, there are times where I get irritated with my children and still like meh, lose my shit, but I always come back. Like I, I have not had a single bad depression day since I finished my cleanse a month ago and we're two months into a quarantine. I celebrated five years sober, locked up and Like, I've just got to say, all of the things that I do, all of the things that I've been doing for the last five years, like, I cannot imagine this situation, this quarantine, six years ago, ten years ago, even five years ago, newly sober. Like, wow. So if you're out there still in active addiction or drinking, if you're newly sober, Please find my inbox if you need it. I'm here to talk you through. I also just want to mention that May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And while I haven't lately, actually, there was a a, a time, it was probably about a month ago, um, I was seeing an influx in suicides and such in my newsfeed. And that weighs heavy on me because... Um, even the beginning of April is the 18 year anniversary from when my best friend committed suicide. And I did do a live on my Facebook on that day where I shared the entire story of that night, um, which I don't think that I've ever really, really totally done. So if you want to hear that, it's there. If you have a personal story with suicide or you struggle with suicidal thoughts or ideations, um, please check it out. Please reach out to someone, anyone, me. I need you to know that we need you to come out of this. Your family and your friends need you. And if the voices in your head are getting too loud, then you need to reach out. You need to put other voices in Here's a big thing about reaching out is that usually we're living, we are rolling around in a reality in our mind that is not the actual reality. And when we reach out, our friends, our loved ones, it's like they clear the picture for us. They remind us what the reality actually is and not what the demons in our head are saying it is. And I call them that because that's exactly what they are. Maybe it's anxiety. Maybe it's depression. Maybe it's just your fucking mean girl. But I'm sure she's being a downright bitch right now. And let me tell you, if you're seeing moms share all these cute crafts and and doing all these house projects and you're thinking, holy crap, I'm barely surviving and like feeding my kids over here. Okay. Social media can be wonderful It can also be seriously damaging at this time if you're on Facebook and you're having issues with that. So if you are looking at someone's status on Facebook, if you're scrolling through your newsfeed, 
to the right of their name, there are three dots. You can click on those three dots and you can actually snooze their post for 30 days. Maybe there's also just someone who's trying to spread the fear or the conspiracy theory or whatever it is. And to each their own. I'm not going to tell people that they cannot voice their opinion and they cannot share what they want to share, but you need to protect your mental health. And if that's something that you need to do, or maybe you need to deactivate your social media altogether, you do what you need to do during this time. And I don't want you to let anyone else's opinion alter that. Okay? Like you need to come first. You need to take care of you if you want to take care of other people. And it's pretty appropriate for Mother's Day weekend, as I'm recording this, is that I'm talking to all the ladies in the house, mom or not, if you're a lady and you live with anyone else, chances are you take care of them in some way, shape, or form. And I need you to make sure that you are taking care of yourself first and foremost because it matters in the way that we take care of others. And not only that, I need you to feel safe. Because I want your loved ones to feel safe. You are their safe place. But you need a safe place of your own. So that can be me. That can be any of my groups. That can be the community. It can be a friend. You need an outlet. It's okay to vent during this. It's okay to struggle during this. It's okay to have days or weeks where you just survive during this. If you're thriving, well then give yourself a fucking pat on the back and keep going. But if you're if you're barely surviving, I also need you to give yourself a pat on the back and keep going. Whatever it looks like, it looks like. My main goal of this is to come out of quarantine with everyone I went into quarantine with. And in order to do that, I need to take care of myself first and foremost. So I'm going to be honest with you guys. We've changed some of the things that we're doing. Mark and I used to get up at 530 every day and have our morning routine, our quiet time without the kids. I do my light box. I have some cannabis and I check in on some messages, sometimes personal development. And then we work out. Well, we don't have to get kids up for school right now. Mark was working at home three days a week and is now working at home five days a week. I always worked at home. So things are a little bit more laid back. We get up at 6.30 every day now and we have our morning routine and Mark starts work by 9.30. And most days it is 9.30. That's when he has to clock in and that's when he starts. We're not being super rigid. We're giving ourselves grace. If the playroom stays dirty for days, the playroom stays dirty for days. Full disclosure, today is a Saturday and I hadn't showered since Tuesday. It happens. It Whatever. Not all the time. Actually, that's a struggle with the hot tub. You get in the hot tub every day and then you think you're clean, but... Anyways, you guys don't need to know that I'm a dirtball, or maybe you do. Maybe you need to know that I haven't put on jeans once during this. And yes, I know some people recommend putting on makeup, and I will say that I blow-dried my hair two days. Um, I was going to say two days this week, but let's be honest, guys, it was last week. 
Anyways, this is the second time I've blow dried my hair after the shower and it does make me feel a little better to look a little decent. So makeup isn't really my thing. So that's not something that I'm doing. But if putting on makeup and doing your hair makes you feel better, do it. But don't guilt yourself when you don't, right? Like, it is what it is. You do you. You do whatever you can do. I'm not totally against putting jeans on every once in a while, but honestly, I rarely ever wore jeans before all this, so that's not new for me. It's just not my bang. They're not comfortable for me. I live in yoga pants, leggings, and now fuzzy gray pants. So, so if you can't do a cleanse, I really, really, really recommend trying to clean up your eating. Try to cut back on sugars, processed foods, caffeine, and just giving up those things can be really hard, can be really tricky. Like I said, guys, I was straight up addicted to sugar. So for three days, I didn't have any sugar. I didn't have any carbs. I didn't have any cheese. I didn't have any meat. I had shakes. I had vegetables, fruit, healthy fats. And I I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe how much better I felt. So I highly recommend. And if you can't, again... Take a look at your nutrition. Figure it out. Figure something out. Did you ever have a plan that worked for you? Again, like I told you, if you really can't get off the couch, just look up recipes. Email me. I will give you tons, guys. Use me as a free resource. I have free workouts. I have free meal plans. I have free personal development. Actually, I have a free group on Facebook called The Quarantine Club where I have all of my free resources, even other motivational videos and personal development that I've shared in there. I will give you whatever you need for free. I just need you to do it. I need you to figure out how to make it happen. And if you already have the tools, reach out. I'll help you do them. (sighs) Little by little, guys. You can't go from, and this is what I would always do. I was always so guilty of this. I would go from laying on the couch, barely functioning, to telling myself I had to do all of the things. And surprise, surprise, I always failed. I always ended up taking steps backwards because I burned myself out. I just didn't have enough to do all the things. So that's why I'm saying take it day by day. So if today you couldn't get your ass off the couch, couldn't even take a shower, tomorrow you're going to listen to personal development, you're going to pick three meals to put on your meal plan for next week, and then you're going to take a shower. You won the day. And then tomorrow, if it's nice outside, you're going to take a walk around the neighborhood. Whatever it is, just add on little by little reach out, get some accountability. Accountability is life. I don't like telling my girls when I'm feeling low or when I'm feeling down, but they bring me back every time. They remind me why I'm fighting. They remind me that I am strong, that I've gotten through other things before because sometimes we just forget 
It's not, you know, don't even think, oh, I don't want to be fishing for compliments. Sometimes we just need reminded that we're strong, that we can do things, that we're better than our brain tells us that we are because that bitch is lying most of the time. But when you don't have anyone else's words, that's all you go by. So I need you to get out of it in one way, shape, or another. Again, all of the things that I have been saying for 14 episodes. Take care of yourself. Give yourself grace. Love on yourself. Communication is key. Communication is key. Maybe I want to say that I would do a live in the community with Mark, but we are so like split on this issue. It's so funny. And maybe I should. Maybe I should because so Mark has medical anxiety and anything medical, like if he has like if he has a sore throat, then his brain is like, oh, sore throat. You have COVID-19. Oh, it's cancer. You're dying. Like it, it goes on a spiral, like his brain spirals out of control with medical related things. Right. So, of course, everything that's going on right now has him paranoid in his mind. And I say that with love. I say that with acceptance. I say that because I get that that is not my husband. That's his anxiety. And I know I said this before, but I'm saying it again because I need you to also treat yourself that way. That this is this is hard I got off the phone with my dad yesterday and I cried because I miss him. He's a hugger. I'm a hugger. I'm an extrovert. I get recharged by being around other people and I haven't had that in months. And so some days I feel like I'm running on fumes. On days like that, I reach out. So I've been doing mental health checks And I just send out a few mental health checks every day because it makes me feel better checking in on other people. And sometimes it's a reminder that people are going through really hard things right now and it could be so much worse. And sometimes their pain makes me feel grateful that it's just hard for me to get off the couch, right? And I don't want you to feel bad about that. You know, everyone's heart is hard. I've had so many people say things like that to me, like, oh, well, I have back pain. It's nothing compared to yours. You know, I have no idea. And I get it. I get it because, you know, I do the same thing. You don't ever want someone to think that you're trying to say that you totally understand their experience if it's not at all the same. But pain is pain. Heart is hard. Challenge is challenge. And it doesn't matter if yours is not as hard as someone else's. If it's hard for you, it's worth recognizing that it's fucking hard. So don't compare. I don't want you to compare your life to someone else's. And don't think that you can have any empathy for yourself or that you can, you know, be in that hard. And I don't want you to add extra pity to yourself. That's not what I'm saying, but... I don't want you to discredit what you're going through because someone else is going through something harder, okay? Like, we need to be kind to ourselves above all other things right now. We don't need the judgment. 
And I feel like there's a lot of it right now just because we all feel like, I mean, personally, I, I feel like, and I'm not even like, oh, wah, wah, but I feel like, oh, I don't even know how to say this with different words. So I'm just going to go this way. My rights have been taken away and I'm not angry about it. I understand and I'm going to comply. And honest and truly, even after the stay at home order is lifted, we won't be going anywhere because I live with Mark and he has medical anxiety. So I know that 2020 is going to look a little different for us. 2020 is going to look very different than the previous years. And that's okay. You know, I saw a lot of people saying like, this isn't the new normal and it is the right now. It is what's happening right now and it's unprecedented and it's hard and people are struggling. So if you have positives to share, share them. But I want you to keep in mind and I'm even hesitant to share some things that have been awesome you know, I've, I've crossed off a few wonderful things on my vision board, five years sober being one of them, because I'm not trying to rub any success in anyone's face that is going through something hard. But I also think it's important for people to know that good things are still happening and all of that. So if you have something positive to share, share. If you have someone that you can shout out, shout them out, send a message, send out two messages a day to someone random in your social media and ask them how they're doing. If there's any way that you can send them good vibes or pray for them or whatever you do, I don't know. I just know that I feel better when I reach out and help other people. And I want to say this because I struggled with this um, when I was a new coach. And so if you're not a coach, maybe you're struggling with this, like, well, who am I to help anyone else? And who am I to reach out to anyone because I'm struggling? You're someone who understands that's who. You're someone who gets it. You're someone that knows what it's like. And that's why that that's why I have a fucking podcast, guys. That's why I'm so helpful because I know what it's like. Because I struggle with it too. Because I'm right there with you. I'm in the fucking arena with my challengers, with my coaches. I'm in the arena who any with anybody else who's in that arena. And that's powerful. It's so powerful. If you have been able to put one foot in front of the other, you're succeeding. And you can help someone who's struggling to do that. There's power in numbers and there's power in accountability. And sometimes people just need a random reach out. So on a day where you're struggling to find the motivation, maybe you can be someone else's inspiration. Maybe you can be your own. Try it. Try journaling. Again, the five-minute journal. You don't even have to buy it. Here is what you do. Get a piece of paper. Crap. Write it on your stories every day. I don't care. Three things you're grateful for every morning. Three things that would make today amazing that you have control over. 
And that could be taking a shower, reaching out to three friends, keeping my children alive. Literally, guys, like there is no bar low enough. Just set the bar and then go a little above it the next day. And then positive affirmations. So I need you to say whatever you need to tell yourself. I am strong. I am capable. I can do this. One day at a time. Whatever it is, right? So, before you go to bed, same deal. Except it looks a little different. What were three awesome things that happened today? Guys, do you realize how much it can change your perspective if you start the day thinking about what could make it great and going to bed thinking about what did make it great instead of all the other bullshit out there? It changes everything. That's what it does. And then the last thing is what is one thing you could have done to make it better? What's one thing you could do tomorrow to make it better? I apologize for kids crying and screaming in the background, but it is what it is. Quarantine tales. I'm not editing it. I'm not redoing it. They're fighting literally in the other room. And no, I'm recording in here. (laughs) And on that note, we're going to wrap up because my family's home and I want to spend Mother's Day weekend with them. I know that, yes, I would love a break. I'm really sick of babysitting my parents' grandkids, but (laughs) I'm trying to take it all into. I'm trying to soak it in all of the extra time with my family, this family that I love and that I've wanted for so long. I'm trying to take advantage of the fact that I'm spending less money because I'm stuck at home and I'm working to pay off debt. And I'm trying to give as much as I can and to help as much as I can because acts of service is my love language. And I need to feel like I'm still able to love on people because I am very close with my parents and with Mark's parents and our families and our friends. And it's hard to not hug them and to not see them. And it helps. It helps knowing that I brightened someone else's day. That brightens mine a little. It helps knowing that I'm not the only person that's having a rough day. You know, just posting about it on Facebook. And when I post about it, I I always like to offer something that is helping me. So even if you're struggling, if there's something that's helping you get through, share that. You know, offer what's working for you for friends if you found something that's helpful for you. You know, this is not a time to be selfish. I mean, I could... I could go on and on about all of the things that we could do right now. And I've, I've heard people say that I've heard people say a lot of things about this. And, you know, while I, I won't say that we're all in the same boat because 
or not. Our boats all look different, but we are weathering the same storm. And I want to come out of this storm with all of you. I would love if you come out of this storm stronger, but most importantly, I just need you to survive it. I need you to survive it. So if you're barely surviving it, I need you to keep going and know that that's enough. I want to hear from you guys. I you, Leave me a review, send me a message, whatever. Just get in touch with me and let me know what you're struggling with. If there's something that I can help you with. What is it that you can't get past? I want to help. I'm here to help. And I do apologize about the three-month hiatus. But if I have to record with kids screaming in the background, I will record with kids screaming in the background. It is what it is. It's real life. My closet is not even big enough for me to hide in to record. I'm here for you guys. We can weather this storm. And I know, I know we can find a way to come out stronger together. I love you. Even if I don't know you, I believe you're worth saving. I believe you are worth the time and the effort that you need to put in. And I want you to. I hope you do. I'll see you guys soon. Hit me up with any suggestions, anything you need. I'm your girl. I'm here. Remember the free groups. I will link the free group that I have on Facebook, the Quarantine Club. I will link that in the show notes. I will link my Facebook community in the show notes. And I'm going to leave a a VIP form in the comments. It's a form that I have new customers fill out. If you're not currently working with a coach, and if you'd like to be, fill it out. It doesn't mean that you have to do anything. It's just an open conversation for us to start talking. And if you've listened to me for 15 episodes by now, I hope you know that I'm just here to help. I hope you let me. See you guys soon. Go kick ass.